0: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.
1: What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more
2: at howlifeunfolds.com slash paper These are challenging times. But you don't have to navigate them alone. Welcome to How Can I Help? I'm Dr. Gail Salt. I'm a clinical associate professor of psychiatry at the New York Presbyterian Hospital, a psychoanalyst, and best selling author. And I'm here every week to answer your most pressing questions, hopefully with understanding, insight, and advice. I received a question from a listener who just had a baby. And isn't feeling good. The birth of a baby often triggers a bunch of powerful emotions, from excitement and joy to fear and anxiety. But it can also result in something that many women do not expect depressed feelings. 60 to 80% of new moms experience postpartum baby blues after childbirth, which commonly include mood swings crying spells, anxiety, and difficulty sleeping. Baby blues typically begin within the first two to three days after delivery, and they can last for up to two weeks, but they do resolve on their own after two weeks or sometimes sooner. Women typically describe a few hours a day of feeling worried, irritable, or nervous, especially about being a good mom. They may feel sad and cry a lot over things that typically wouldn't bother them. They might feel moody or cranky, especially with the people who are close to them. They might have trouble sleeping, even when their baby is sleeping, or eating, or making decisions about things. They often describe feeling overwhelmed or feeling trapped. These are difficult and disconcerting feelings, especially if you feel like you're supposed to be a bundle of nonstop joy, and a woman does need support when experiencing the baby blues. But one out of 10 new moms experience a more severe, long-lasting form of depression, known as postpartum depression. And rarely, an extreme mood disorder called postpartum psychosis can also occur at childbirth. Postpartum depression isn't a character flaw or a weakness. Sometimes, it's simply a complication of giving birth. If you have postpartum depression, prompt treatment can help you manage your symptoms and help you bond with your baby. Signs and symptoms of depression after childbirth can vary, and they can range from mild to severe. So, on the mild end is baby blues, which only lasts, as I said, a few days to a week or two after your baby is born and includes mood swings, Anxiety, sadness, irritability, feeling overwhelmed, crying, reduced concentration, appetite problems, and trouble sleeping. Postpartum depression is often mistaken for baby blues at first, but the signs and symptoms are more intense and they last longer, and they might interfere with your ability to care for your baby and even interfere with other important daily tasks like your own grooming. Symptoms usually develop within the first few weeks after giving birth, but they can begin earlier. So they can begin at the same time as baby blues, but you might be fine for the first couple of weeks and then develop postpartum depression. And in fact, any depression up to a year after giving birth is considered postpartum depression. The signs and symptoms of postpartum depression include depressed mood or severe mood swings. Excessive crying. Difficulty bonding with your baby, which is somewhat different from baby blues. Withdrawing from family and friends. Again, different. A loss of appetite or eating more than usual. An inability to sleep or sleeping too much. Overwhelming fatigue or loss of energy. Reduced interest and pleasure in activities you used to enjoy. Intense irritability and anger and the fear that you're not a good mother, a sense of hopelessness, worthlessness, shame, or guilt. Guilt, as a predominant feeling, is often a hallmark of postpartum depression. The diminished ability to think clearly or to make decisions, feelings of restlessness, severe anxiety, or agitation, certainly Thoughts of harming yourself or your baby are absolutely postpartum depression. And of course, any thoughts of death or suicide. Untreated postpartum depression can last for months or years. It does not resolve on its own. So it is very important to get treatment. Then there is the rare instance of postpartum psychosis. This rare condition typically develops within the first week after delivery. The signs and symptoms are severe, and they can include confusion and disorientation, obsessive thoughts about your baby, hallucinations and delusions, meaning seeing things or hearing things or thinking things that are totally inconsistent with reality, sleep disturbances, high, high energy and agitation, paranoia the thought that someone is out to harm you or get you or your baby, and of course, attempts to harm yourself or your baby. Postpartum psychosis is a psychiatric emergency. A person who is suffering from this needs to be taken to an emergency room and not be in the care of their baby because it can be life-threatening to the mom or the baby. I also wanna touch on postpartum depression in new fathers because actually new fathers can experience postpartum depression too. They may feel sad or fatigued, be overwhelmed, experience anxiety or have changes in their usual eating and sleeping patterns. These are similar symptoms to what mom is experiencing in postpartum depression, but of course, they are not caused by hormonal shifts. But fathers who are young or have a history of depression or experiencing relationship problems or struggling financially, are at most risk of developing postpartum depression themselves. Sometimes called paternal postpartum depression, it can have the same negative effect on partner relationships and child development as postpartum depression can in moms. If you're a new father and are experiencing symptoms of depression or anxiety during your partner's pregnancy, or in the first year after your child's birth, you should speak to a healthcare professional, a mental health care professional. Similar treatments and supports provided to mothers with postpartum depression are beneficial in treating postpartum depression in fathers. So with that, right after the break, we'll get to my listeners' questions. How can I help? Dear Dr. Salts, I just gave birth to my first child a week ago, and I'm really struggling. I knew it could be tiring and a big change, but I did not expect to feel weepy and so up and down in all my emotions. One minute I'm happy, and my baby is the most precious thing in the world to me, and the next I'm sad and I feel like crying, and I don't even know what I'm crying about. I'm super sensitive, and if my husband says anything not perfect, it makes me cry, which is kind of freaking him out too. I'm sleeping okay, and I don't feel horribly sad all the time, just really touchy and easily tearful. I'm able to take care of my baby and get things done, but could this be postpartum depression? I have heard about that, but I don't know, and I certainly feel not like myself. What should I do? What you are describing and the timing of it happening right away, and it's only been a week, does sound like the baby blues. That you have times of day that you feel okay, and that you are able to sleep when baby is sleeping, and that you don't describe a depth of sadness or bad feelings about yourself like guilt or shame, that you don't have difficulty functioning, again, sounds more like baby blues. It would be helpful for you to have someone to talk to about how you're feeling, even if it's baby blues. It could be your husband, or it could be a good friend, or your mom, or another family member. But make sure to have help with the baby so that you can have time for self care, for sleep and eating, and exercise when you're ready to do so, and even times to have a pleasurable break. Because left to be made worse, baby blues can evolve, or I should say devolve, into postpartum depression. So do take care. And even though you don't have to go to a therapist for baby blues, there is really no downside to doing so, and it might help you and make you feel better sooner. But if this fades by the end of week two, I would chalk it up to the common baby blues now resolved. However, if this worsens and, for example, you are having trouble caring for the baby or sleeping, eating, or your feelings intensify, if this goes from part of the day to most of the day, or the feeling states intensify, like you start feeling shame or guilt or inadequacy or worthlessness, and if even the feelings you're having now go past the two-week mark, I would then see a doctor. I would have an evaluation with a mental health professional who treats women's postpartum depression. Early treatment is important, and working with you to maintain your ability to care for your infant so that you can maintain that bond. To work with you for yourself, if meds are needed, to take something that is safe but effective for you and your baby, depending on your circumstances. For example, if you are breastfeeding then you need to see a professional who treats this type of depression and knows what they're doing. Remember that postpartum mood changes have a hormonal and an environmental cause and are not your fault. Mean nothing about you as a mom. This is simply an illness that can happen post-birth really to any mom and frankly happens to many a mom. It has no bearing on the kind of wonderful mom you can and no doubt will be, but it is important to get mental health attention if in fact postpartum depression is what's going on. I hope that was helpful. If you're feeling depressed after your baby's birth, you may be reluctant or even embarrassed to admit it, but if you experience any symptoms of postpartum baby blues or postpartum depression, it's very reasonable to call your doctor and have an appointment. If you have symptoms that suggest you may have postpartum psychosis, then go to an emergency room immediately. It's important to call your doctor as soon as possible if the signs and symptoms of depression have any of these features. They don't fade after two weeks. They're getting worse. They make it hard for you to care for your baby. They make it hard for you to complete everyday tasks or they include any thoughts of harming yourself or your baby. If at any point you have thoughts of harming yourself or your baby, immediately seek help from your partner or loved ones in taking care of your baby and call 911 or your local emergency assistance number to get help. Also consider these options if you're having suicidal thoughts. Seek help from your primary care physician to refer you to a mental health provider or call the mental health provider directly. You could also call a suicide hotline. In the U.S., you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or use their web chat on suicidepreventionlifeline.org slash chat. You can reach out to a close friend or loved one, or you can contact a spiritual leader or a minister or someone else in your faith community. People with depression may not recognize or acknowledge that they're depressed. They may not be aware of the signs and symptoms of depression. So if you suspect that a friend or loved one has postpartum depression or is developing postpartum psychosis, Help them get medical attention immediately. Don't wait and hope for them to improve. There's no single cause of postpartum depression, but physical and emotional issues both probably play a role. Physically, after childbirth, a dramatic drop in hormones, estrogen and progesterone in your body, contribute to postpartum depression other hormones produced by your thyroid gland may also drop sharply, which can leave you feeling tired and sluggish and actually cause depression. Emotional issues can also be a source. So when you're sleep-deprived and overwhelmed, you may have trouble handling even minor things. could be anxious about your ability to care for your newborn. You might feel less attracted. You might struggle with your sense of identity or feel that you've lost control over your life. Any of these feelings can contribute to postpartum depression. Any new mom can experience postpartum depression, and as I said, 1 out of 10 do, but it can develop after the birth of any child. So even if you didn't have it with your first child, you could have it with a subsequent one. Your risk increases if you have a history of depression, either during pregnancy or at any other time, if you have bipolar disorder. If you've had a postpartum depression, if you've had a family member who's had depression or another mood disorder, if you've experienced stressful events during the past year, such as pregnancy complications, an illness, or a job loss, or let's face it, this has been a stressful year for many people. If your baby has health problems or other special needs, if you have twins or triplets or other multiple births. If you're having difficulty breastfeeding or having problems in your relationship with your spouse, if you have a weak support system, if you're having financial problems, and particularly if this pregnancy was unplanned or unwanted. It's important to also know that there are complications that can develop as a result of postpartum depression, which can interfere with mother-child bonding and cause family problems. Because it can last for months or longer and even become a chronic depressive disorder, it can interfere with your ability to bond with your baby and it can increase the risk of future episodes of major depression. So it's important, again, to seek treatment. And for fathers, it can have a ripple effect as well, causing emotional strain for everyone close to the new baby. When a new mom is depressed, The risk of depression in the baby's father can also increase. And new dads are already at an increased risk of depression, whether or not their partner is affected. And for children of mothers who have untreated postpartum depression, they are more likely to have emotional and behavioral problems themselves, such as sleeping and eating difficulties, excessive crying, and delays in language development. Again, another reason. To get early treatment. And of course, all women who are of childbearing age and thinking about having a baby can think about prevention. So during pregnancy, your doctor can monitor you closely for signs and symptoms of depression. And you can have a depression screening when you go in and are pregnant to see if you're having even mild depression that could devolve into a more major depression after birth. Mild depression can be managed with support groups or counseling of therapy of sorts without medication. In certain cases where depression is more severe, antidepressants might be recommended even during pregnancy. This is a discussion and a decision that each woman has to have with her individual treater. And then after your baby is born preventatively, you might, if you're at high risk, be recommended to have an early postpartum checkup or screen for signs and symptoms of postpartum depression. Because again, the earlier it's detected, the earlier treatment can begin. If you have a history of postpartum depression, your doctor might even recommend antidepressant treatment or psychotherapy immediately after delivery in order to prevent depression from occurring. Do you have a problem I can help with? If so, email me at how Can I Help at SenecaWomen.com? All centers remain anonymous. And listen every Friday to How Can I Help with me, Dr. Gail Salt.
1: Right Rug Flooring.